welcome back to Siemens podcast, Y'all Ready for This, where we talk about all things emergency management and emergency preparedness to help you and your family get ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. With me again today, I have the dynamic duo of Director Dennis Jones and our operations guru, Aaron Thompson. You guys, thanks so much for joining me again today. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so we are talking all things Emergency Operations Center. So this is actually the start of a two-week series where we're going to take a deep dive into what the Emergency Operations Center is, why we need it, what we use it for. And this week, we're talking more of like the higher level upper ground things. And then next week, we're going to take a deep dive into our positions and talking about what those different sections are which doesn't make much sense to you yet, but it will by the end of today's podcast. So let's go ahead and get started with a question for our subject matter expert, Mr. Dennis. Um, what is the overall purpose of an emergency operations center? An emergency operations center at a county level is essentially a coordination center. Uh, it's a place where a lot of different municipalities and jurisdictions and disciplines come together and look at the overall effects of an emergency situation and how that has uh, positive or negative consequences on other areas that are responding to that particular incident. So uh, we look at a variety of different things. Uh, we'll talk about some of that today, um, but it's also uh, looking at the planning for the, for the, uh, the event, the long range planning. You know, police, fire, EMS, public works, they're all very focused on their individual discipline, doing what they normally do in order to respond to an emergency event. And from an emergency management standpoint, through the Emergency Operations Center, we're looking at all of those response elements and kind of kind of gauging how one has an effect on another. So we're looking at uh, the coordination of a, a lot of those activities, and we're also the go-between for the elected officials and the actual operational element on the ground. So uh, we play a very vital role to make sure that the elected officials are getting their needs met, as well as the uh, field elements that they are also getting their, their needs met. And then also the conduit between the elected official and also the, the responding forces to make sure that there is a cohesive response and a coordinated effort when it comes to that disaster. Yeah, Dennis, you talked about some of those uh, field elements, police, fire, EMS, public works. What are some of the other positions that make up an EOC? Well, we've got four different sections within the EOC structure, uh, really five different sections. We've got a command section, a command group. Um, we've got planning, operations, finance, and logistics. So everything that you can think about that goes under each of those particular elements uh, we have different positions in the Emergency Operations Center to, to look at the positive and negative effects of that particular subject um, based on the response that's taken place out in the field. So under planning, we're looking at what's happened in the past and what is uh, anticipated to happen in the future. Under operations, we're looking at you know, police, fire, EMS, um, hospitals. Uh, we're looking at public works. We're looking at special needs. So all of those things that go under an operational response. Logistics, we're looking at getting things and getting people to support the response effort. Um, and things could be widgets all the way up to facilities. So uh, we're, we're taking a really concerted look at that. And then finance, of course, uh, I think that's self-explanatory. You know, how much money is that response costing the taxpayers of Chatham County? 
So um, from there, we're, we're also looking at a variety of other different things. We've got ancillary uh, sections like liaisons that come in and out based on the disaster, based on the emergency event that provide us subject matter expertise based on our response to that particular event. Yeah, that's exactly what we were looking for, and a, a general overview of these positions. Now, keep in mind, you guys, next week we will go into a deeper dive about these positions and what each of them do and, and give you a little bit more in-depth information. But that was wonderful to kind of tease you just a little bit about what we're going to get into next week. All right, Dennis, can you kind of explain what types of events we might activate our EOC for here in Chatham County? Well, the Mercy Operations Center is very flexible and it's very fluid. Um, there are times where we operate from, for a, one particular event. There are times where we are activated for multiple events. Um, there are, are, are different reasons uh, for which we, we could activate an emergency operations center. It could be uh, a very low-scale emergency activation that we're just monitoring severe weather coming into the area um, to a very uh, uh, high-profile activation with a Category 1 or 2 or, or major hurricane coming into uh, into Chatham County, but we've activated in the past for tornado events, um, the sugar refinery fire. Some some of our residents may remember several years ago. Um, we actually actually uh, we also activate our emergency operations center uh, occasionally when uh, we have a visit from the president coming in. So it really depends on the event and the exposure to Chatham County. Um, we're looking at what is the threat to the county um, or the potential threat to the county. And anytime that we may need to bring additional partners together so that we can have a coordinated effort to, again, look at those consequences of a response to make sure that we have everybody in the same place at the same time uh, talking about the same thing so that any decision making can be really handled with efficiency and effectiveness. Yeah, that's great. That leads right into our next question, which is, you know, those decisions that are being made in the EOC, how does that happen? Who's in charge there? Well, who's in charge really depends on the event. Uh, you know, right now we're in a COVID environment and public health is the lead agency for any COVID related response. Uh, when you have a massive fire, fire department is in charge. Uh, when you have a active shooter incident, of course, law enforcement is in charge. When you have a hurricane event, SEMA's in charge. So it really depends on what type of response we're coordinating for the community as to who's in charge. Um, and we really don't look at it that way. We really look at a, uh, it's more of a coordinated effort. Um, you know, everybody who works in the Mercy Operations Center and our public safety community as a whole, our focus is one thing, and that's to provide the best service that we can as a whole and make sure that we are protecting lives and property. So it really depends on what that response looks like as to uh, you know, what type of command uh, organization we have in place. Sometimes it's a single incident commander. Sometimes it's a, it's multiple commanders. Um, sometimes it's a group that gets together to talk uh, and talks about decision making. So it, it really is contingent upon the response um, as to how decisions are made uh, for each event. Yeah, and to kind of dive into that a little bit deeper, how many EOCs do we have within Chatham County and would they ever all be activated at once? In Chatham County, we have three different emergency operations centers. We've got a primary center, a backup center, and then a mobile center. So um, there are opportunities for us to be able to activate uh, one or more 
at any given time based on the resources that we have. Um, our primary emergency operations center is located in our primary office, which is downtown. Uh, however, that does have some limitations, especially when it comes to a hurricane event. So with a hurricane event, we have to move to our backup center, which is off of Chatham Parkway. And then for any type of field response, if there is an emergency operations center element that's needed in the field, we have our mobile emergency operations center that we could mobilize. And we generally look at those, uh, look, look to do those for like a tornado event, um, an airplane crash. Uh, many of you rem remember the, uh, the uh, military aircraft that went down on Highway 21 in Garden City and Fort Wentworth. We deployed our MEOC, our Mobile Emergency Operations Center for that. So we have a lot of flexibility. Um, there are potentials for us to have to activate two of those at the same time. We did that for um, Hurricane Matthew and Hurricane Irma. Uh, we activated our alternate emergency operations center and we also brought our mobile emergency operations center uh, to the same location so we could have a little bit more expanded space. So uh, we have a lot of flexibility to be able to operate more than one center at one time. Yeah, and, and can we talk a little bit about what type of equipment might be needed to run one or two or all three of those EOCs? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, each EOC right now is heavily focused on technology. Um, you know, we can't lose sight of the fact that what happens if technology uh, goes down or we have some connectivity issues. So we do have backups in place that allows us to go back to the old-fashioned pen and paper. Um, so, uh, you know, again, with the flexibility, it allows us that opportunity to do things as efficiently as possible with the techni technology that's available to us, uh, but we can also go old school if we need to as well. So from the technology standpoint, we require a lot of uh, internet connectivity. Um, we a lot of, require a lot of local connectivity to our network uh, because we operate on a virtual platform for our emergency operations center software. So we take a look at how we connect uh, with that particular software program and then how that information is then pushed up to the state. So short of us having physical connections, we have Wi-Fi capability, we also have satellite capability. And then again, if all of that fails, we go back to the old fashioned pen and paper. All right, so Dennis, let's say there is a large scale hurricane that's headed our way. Would we ever consider moving our emergency operations center? And if so, where? Yeah, unfortunately right now, our emergency operations centers do have limitations when it comes to a hurricane threat. Um, our uh, downtown facility would be compromised with a category one hurricane. Our alternate location off of Chatham Parkway could become compromised with a category three or higher hurricane. So we do have plans in place to actually move to an inland location should we have a direct hit or be threatened by a direct hit from a major category storm. So there is the possibility that, uh, that we would have to relocate further inland in order to be able to handle effective coordination and communication uh, for emergency events. Um, hopefully that will not happen here in Chatham County, but if uh, we are presented with a situation to where we are under that type of threat, we have a plan C uh, in order to be able to, uh, to basically bug out and get to an inland location where we can operate safely. Dennis, there, there's been some rumors of the county building a new emergency operations center. Uh, what would that look like? Yeah, because of the limitations with our primary and our alternate, 
Um, the county has uh, come together and we are looking at building a new emergency operations center. It'll be out in the airport area. And that facility is going to be designed to withstand a category five hurricane. So from a direct hit from a major storm, um, chances are we wouldn't have to leave that facility. Now, no facility is, uh, is immune to every single disaster that exists. Um, you know, for us, we, we take a, a concerted look at what uh, is our threat hazard and identification risk assessment. And we look at what are the threats to Chatham County, what are the most reasonable threats to Chatham County, and we plan accordingly for that. And this facility is going to be designed to withstand a Category 5 hurricane and an EF3 tornado. Um, and again, we're looking at hopefully being able to stay in that facility during a major storm. Uh, so anytime we have to relocate, um, you know, prior to the onset of hurricane force winds, you know, it, it, it takes a concerted effort on the coordination effort um, and also to make sure that we are not missing something while we are transitioning from one place to another. So our focus is to uh, build a facility to be able to stay in place and continue seamless coordination efforts. Awesome. I am so looking forward to this idea of a new emergency operations center having activated for the last almost five years that I've been here almost every single year. We need the space and I'm so looking forward to being able to move into that at some point in my, in my future and some point in SEMA's future. All right, well, thank you guys so much for joining us today to talk about the Emergency Operations Center and its importance here in Chatham County. Be sure to tune in next week when we meet with Assistant Director Randall Matthews and Aaron will join us again. And we're gonna be talking about the roles within the Emergency Operations Center and how individuals like you or you know other emergency responders throughout the community come and work during an EOC activation. Thanks so much, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Joe.